0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Go Virtues podcast, previously known as Family of Virtues, where week after week we come and discuss with you um, simple strategies on how we can focus on the moral and spiritual development of our children and how we can create harmony in our wonderful families through the virtues. My co host Shireen is with me again today. Shireen, hi.
1: Hi, Richard. How are you?
0: Ah, doing well, doing well I look, I look forward to our Sundays now
1: Oh yes, absolutely I think it's become um, it's, it's becoming a habitual thing And I hope all our listeners out there Are enjoying this as much as we are enjoying it
0: Yes, yes, yes And uh, really thankful um, I guess to have had uh, this opportunity To obviously start the podcast And to speak to um, so many people Last season um, And to have you on board this season as well
1: Absolutely. I feel equally grateful for this opportunity, Richard.
0: And with that, I mean, it's so automated. Um, Here we are talking about gratitude today. Um, You know, I think there's a lot um, that we need to be thankful for um, in the midst of a global pandemic when so many things are going on in everyone's homes and businesses and countries and governments and what have you. We've seen we've seen some pretty crazy things in the last um, 12 to 18 months
1: yes absolutely i think in the midst of everything we really need to remind ourselves that there is that silver lining to those clouds out there the clouds have been there for way too long but still yeah. <laughs> i think we need to just constantly look at that silver lining
0: so let's take it away, Shireen. I'll uh, yeah. I'll let you take the lead on this one, and we're going to be reading uh, just for uh, those of you who really want to know. The virtues cards are available um, from Virtues Matter, and uh, the app is called Virtues Cards. You can have a look on the app store. Um, and we are reading of the Reflections deck, uh, the Reflections cards, and uh, the card today is gratitude.
1: Right. Okay. So gratitude is a constant attitude of thankfulness and appreciation for life as it unfolds. Living in the moment, we're open to abundance around us and within us. We express appreciation freely. We contemplate the richness of our life. We feast on beauty. We notice small graces and are thankful for daily gifts. In life's trials, we seek to understand, to accept, and to learn. Gratitude is the ascent of genuine happiness. It is a virtue we can never have too much of. Gratitude is a continual celebration of life. Hmm. Wow, very elevating card. <laughs> what do you think about that, Richard?
0: Yeah, I, look, I, if if man, if if you go really deep into that, um there's there's one thing that's uh that really sticks out, which is it's a virtue that we can never have too much of mm-hmm. um and I guess if you look at all of the virtues, there must be a certain balance that you bring into play, but in this one the the moment that came out, I just thought I'm like, yeah, you can't ever be too thankful or having having too much gratitude yes. and and that continual celebration of life mm-hmm. is irrespective of what's actually happening in our lives.
1: Yep, absolutely. It's basically
0: calling out to us to be thankful um, in a continual celebration with no gaps.
1: Yep, absolutely. And while, as you say that, uh, what comes to my mind is perhaps every other culture in the world, you know, the one thing that we don't fail to tell people or children is to practice gratitude in the form of prayer or in the form mm-hmm. of ending the day, you know, whichever family ritual it may be, or, you know, if it's pr- having a little prayer to go to sleep, every culture in the world actually pays a lot of attention to this virtue. I, I think I think the reason um, we do this is because Um, You know, having this trait of gratitude is very, very essential. I mean, being grateful and just talking about thankfulness is one thing. But having a trait of gratitude comes when it is learned. Don't you think so, Richard?
0: Yeah, no, I think so. I think so. Uh, Being in a culture or a home environment where gratitude is actually celebrated, Mm -hmm. where we have moments of self-reflection, moments where we actually thank each other Mm
1: -hmm.
0: when things are going well for us, and even when things are not going, to be able to sit down and think and pivot and appreciate what we actually have compared to what others may not have. I think these kind of conversations uh, in our home environment really helps uh, children grow up to be more appreciative of life, yep. um, no matter what uh, what life uh, dishes out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, when you do that, I mean, as parents or as a family, when you keep practicing gratitude, what really happens is even the children in your home or everybody else, they just build this predisposition of being able to say thank you or feel Um, grateful in any experience, in any situation. And and that's how it just becomes very learned. And this actually reminds me of a very nice quote by this German mystic who, uh, Mr. Eckhart, who said, if the only prayer you say in your entire life is thank you, that will be enough.
0: Mm. It's
1: it's an absolutely... absolutely... And how do you think, so Richard, how do you Uh, think we can build this attitude of gratitude at home with kids you've got a young eight-year-old so how do you go about building this
0: yeah um, look I think what you mentioned earlier about prayer that's Mm -hmm. that's one thing that's a ritual that I think is quite important for parents to have with their children Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of the times we're quite privileged you know not to uh, or to have help for example. Um, and and mm-hmm. maybe not even put our children to sleep For me personally, mm-hmm. I've hardly ever missed a day where I tuck my child in bed um, mm-hmm. I I find moments uh, just before he sleeps it, it they, they're just very precious and and I and I would do anything to protect the sanctity of that moment mm-hmm. because when a child is just about to go to bed, I feel that, in those moments you feel so connected to one another yep absolutely um you you are very you're very close you you have physical touch um yep. it's uh it's it's intimate mm-hmm. and um and somehow i feel like as if your child feels a little a little vulnerable in that moment and sometimes is a lot more reflective about mm-hmm. what's happening during the day yep and so yeah y-
1: yeah. So, do you like? Do you talk about what you've been grateful about when you, you know, you're putting him to sleep? Uh, do you encourage that conversation? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I. You know, we 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 speak about the day always. Mm-hmm. Um, we speak about what's happened today that we can be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, we go into prayer. It's the same prayer we speak. Uh, it's the same prayer we recite every night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, immediately after that prayer, we we pick on certain things during the day as much as we can. And some days, you know, some days it's really tiring and and, and it course. just doesn't happen. But um, when there are big moments that happen, just when yep. we're about to go to bed, I'm like, wow, that was wonderful, wasn't it? When,
1: mm-hmm. yep.
0: uh, when grandmom came today and surprised you like that.
1: Yep. you know. no, absolutely. I think that's, you know, having that family ritual is a brilliant idea. And I think, you know, whether it's dad doing it or mom doing it or taking turns to do it, that mm. is very intimate. I remember even when my kids were young, actually, even now, they're teenagers and I still mm. sometimes go and not tuck them into bed. But I actually, <laughs> I like to call it mind, body and soul time. So yeah. they know we have mind, body and soul time where it's all about them. And I'm sitting then listening to them and even asking them just like you said you know how was your day and what was good about it because mm-hmm. when you talk to them about what was good of the day it mm-hmm. automatically links to what they should be grateful about yes right?
0: because they they'll, they'll straight away tell you when things aren't going great as well yep. um you know and and those are i guess uh, the teachable moments uh, you know that that we need need to look out for yep. um and and i think it's wonderful a, a, lo- a lot of times you know, and and I've been, I've been, I guess, um, as bad in this sometimes when we try to parrot our kids through conversations. Mm -hmm. So um, it happens when something is uh, going well, or Mm -hmm. your child is presented with something and you know, the direct response should be to say thank you. Right. And and, and we lean on and like, say thank you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yes oh yes i think a lot of parents i've heard a lot come of on. parents saying come on yes come what on. do you say say thank you <laughs> <laughs> you know the tone that you use is just exactly what i've heard hundreds and hundreds of times where parents are standing there and telling their children literally demanding a thank you and you know um, even if they said thank you uh, to me i think it it really doesn't matter if they just utter the word thank you what matters is for them to feel that
0: yeah so so imagine i mean okay so we okay, say thank you and they're like thank you and then you know <laughs> they, they, they kind of walk away with the little present without even feeling an iota of thankfulness right?
1: yes um, exactly
0: but what you said just now the key word was feeling um mm-hmm. right and yep. leaning down and asking how do you mm-hmm. feel right now Mm-hmm. You know, what What, what are you yep. feeling inside? Would you like to tell us how you're feeling? Um, yeah. I feel so happy. Oh, that's fantastic. I can see how happy you are. You know, yes. is there anything yes. that you'd like to say? I'm yes. really, thank you so much. I love you so much or whatever it is. It should come inside. It should come naturally, I feel.
1: Yes. Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, the more you demand of these thank you words from children, uh, they are just going to, you know, what you resist persists. So they're just going to move away from it. So I think like like how you mentioned, the best thing to do is to break it down and talk about what has been good for them or what has made them happy and then highlight the fact that you know for example someone's given you this gift wow it's your favorite you know aren't you going to enjoy using it Mm. right and then go and ask them so what do you feel about it and and that's an easier way to get the feeling of gratitude Mm. versus just demanding the tagline i'm thankful or just thank you
0: yeah I mean, when we're talking about gifts and when something happens and stuff like that, maybe that's that's a, a little easy. Mm-hmm. You know, as they get older, of course, life becomes a little bit more complicated. There, there are so many situations in life that, that kids go through, that parents go through. Of and course. and when we speak about living in the moment and being open to the abundance that's around us and within us, yep. that that's that's quite difficult for adults, let alone older children. Um yeah. How is it that we can notice these small graces? How is it that we can notice these daily gifts when, I mean, look at what's going on right now. It's, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of sadness. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of grief in families. There's anxiety. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How yeah. do we
0: cultivate that attitude of gratitude while we're going through all of this?
1: Right. So I think, again, it's, you know, it is about training the mind. So in any given situation, just a simple example, you know, when kids are growing, when they're teenagers and they are so affiliated with their friends and influenced by everything that their friends have and you know, what their friends do when they go to schools, you know, so they tend to compare themselves with their friends, right? Sometimes you would hear them say, yeah, you know, but my friend has this, why can't I have it? And it's a common thing for children to do that. And, you know, it is at times like that where parents, instead of being rescuers and saying, okay, okay, I'll get it for you, don't worry, Mm -hmm. instead of doing that those are the times where you need to make them teachable moments and tell them right, okay, I know you really want this, but hold on, can you think of you know some of your friends who don't have this yeah. when you think down to see who doesn't have it, what does it make you feel?
0: yeah don't it's, you it's, feel
1: grateful yeah
0: it's counting counting your blessings isn't it having having those kind of conversations like yes when you're having yes. a hard time, um, we need to have we need to reflect on finding the blessings or finding the lessons in all things, the, the yep. true gifts that we have of life.
1: Yes, absolutely, Richard. And, you know, um, this, uh, I'd like to share this, um, not, not a whole story, but, you know, about two, three years ago, uh, we had a fire at home and mm-hmm. we lost everything in that fire. Mm-hmm. And my kids were very young and very attached to everything that was in their bedroom right from their computer to their photo frames and their favorite clothes and everything so obviously when we had this fire and everything was destroyed the first question especially if my younger daughter is why me why did it have to happen to me mm-hmm. and I had to use that as a huge teachable moment for her and stop and tell her look yes I know you miss all of this but just stop aren't you grateful you're saved yeah you know so having these conversations which are being intentional I think that's the word I really like just being intentional and trying to and any given situation, you know, mm. through the day. So it's through the day, through, uh, or, you know, always, instead of just having these isolated incidences where, you know, you tell children to be grateful, find something to be happy and grateful about every day and every moment. And which is why, you know, I know we all, uh, a lot of us write gratitude journals and it's a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a good start to get children to feel happy it's a you know it's a recorded version of your gratitude mm. It's a concrete version, but that is perhaps at the beginning of the day or the end of the day. but what we want to see is gratitude at every moment, and that will only come when parents actually uh, are very intentional about all the moments and experiences and highlight to children. That they need to be grateful about what they have.
0: We need to model it. Um, Absolutely. You know, and and I feel that's that's when things are tough. Um, and and the reason why it may be tough is I look. I completely understand that a lot of us, you know, they, we don't have similar upbringings. Uh, we've all come mm-hmm. from different households. Mm. Um, and uh, depending on how we've been brought up, we are reacting or responding to situ- mm. situations in particular ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get that. And that's why I like what you're saying about being intentional, because despite being brought up in a variety of different ways, mm-hmm. when we are listening to a podcast like this, mm-hmm. we are being intentional. Right. That in itself is the intention of saying, well, how can I be more conscious about what I say, how I say it, how I model this kind of behavior? Because the best thing that we can do if we want our children to have the attitude of gratitude is for us to have it ourselves. Oh, yes. So if if we don't find ourselves um, speaking positively, you know, you know, despite the trials and tribulations of life, if we don't see ourselves... Um, Wearing a smile, even though things are tough. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't see ourselves um, going through our day gracefully, um, no matter what challenges may befall us, mm-hmm. then it is those observations that our children are having. And yes. And, and I'm saying all of this so easily. I'm not saying that I come with a certificate or a degree in gratitude, <laughs> but i'm I'm a learner, too. Um, you know, like you and me, and every day we are learning. And I think we need to know that whatever we say or do is critical in how they are going to perceive this virtue of gratitude.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, Richard, it's so easy to just complain. And most of the time, you know, Uh, just think about our own homes. It's so easy to complain. Children are complaining. Parents are complaining. It's just very easy. But the minute you go down that line of complaining, then you are, you know, you're taking away the happiness. You're just, you know, you're looking at, you're going into that deficit mentality. But Mm -hmm. on the other hand, uh, when there is any given experience or anything that happens, if you just make that one, you really have just two choices, right? You really have to choose. Am I going to be grateful about this? Or am I going to complain? about this and if you if you're very intentional and you're constantly making the choice to be grateful then you're leading your children along a very happy path eventually Mm. and you know being happy I I think being happy is one of the most important things in life because uh, like all the science and all the research points out you know happiness releases uh, dopamine and serotonin And, and when you have when you're feeling happy you're with children especially, because of all these hormones, they are going to be learning better. They're going to yeah. be behaving better. They're you know, going to be open the other way. You yeah. you
0: become more open. It's it's like um, you know, when, when when you have gratitude and when it leads to contentment, it's like you're opening the tap. Mm-hmm. And and when you open the tap, you allow everything to flow freely. And yeah. and when things are flowing freely, what do you get? You get positivity, you get altitude, attitude is altitude. Um, yep. So, so you're able to get much more higher and much more further. You get, you get optimism, right? Yes, um, yes. You feel, you feel a lot more happier. You, you always know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Um,
1: absolutely. It,
0: the, the whole energy shifts, and 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 I like what you said earlier. Um, you know, I've read this somewhere that the moment you envy someone else. You are rejecting the gifts that are truly yours. Oh,
1: that's so true. Yes, right.
0: So when when, <laughs> when you spoke about that earlier, I'm like, if if the, it's a green grass conspiracy, mm-hmm.
1: uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so
0: if we're always going to be looking towards uh, quote unquote greener pastures, mm-hmm. then obviously we're not looking at things that are just. Right under our breath, right under um, our nose.
1: Yes, and and that is, I love that. I love what you said because that is exactly what we need to teach our children. Because you know we're human beings, and there is a tendency, you know, why can't we go the, why can't we go here? Why can't we travel here? Why can't we do this? Children are full of this because you yeah. know they 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 are still growing up with the need to be affiliated, so they want to have all these things. So I think what you said about you know, showing them what's right under your nose Mm. and bringing their attention to it is the start.
0: So how can we do this on a practical level? I mean, okay, let's say we're going through problems. Let's say there are issues in a household. And let's say we don't want to parrot our kids into being grateful. Right. So we're parents, we're sitting here. What do we do? What does it look like?
1: Uh, Well, uh, for me, with both my kids, I think um, it was... Again, I like to use this word intentional maybe, but with everything, you know, like if my child would complain about, you know, I really don't like this food, you know, uh, I wouldn't just, and that's very common. A lot of mm. kids would say, I don't like this food and I don't want to eat it. The younger so ones
0: what, would just say, yuck. yuck.
1: yeah. So, so, you know, how exactly, right? They'd say, Yeah, I don't want to eat this. I want to call out. And now with all the uh, ease that we have in ordering food from us, it's so easy. So what I... What I think we need to do as parents is firstly acknowledge what they're feeling. Right? i think okay, so okay fine yeah yeah so that's how it is I, I completely get it you don't like it okay i agree and then i know we push ourselves to saying, okay why don't you try it why don't you you know you know what and if that doesn't work then sometimes we tend to say you got to be grateful about your food and they don't care because you're <laughs> no, again you're commanding you know you're ordering <laughs> oh, yeah. so uh, Do- you know it's a very sensitive thing you acknowledge what they feel And you get them the food that they want another time, but very subtly say, you know what, we can't throw this away. We need to be just grateful for this. And yeah, okay, fine. I I know you don't like it. So next time we will not make the same food or, you know, Mm. we'll get you what you want. So acknowledging children Mm. is very important because that brings them into a space where they want to listen they want to connect but the minute if you do not acknowledge them then you're trying to correct them without uh, connecting with them and yeah. that doesn't work then you'll feel that pushback and you'll have a power struggle
0: <laughs> i feel like sometimes i i don't know why um our expectations from our children are beyond what was expected out of us when we were kids yeah. i mean you know we c- acknowledging them uh in 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 simple terms means what let's come to their level
1: yeah Right? Okay. let's yep. come
0: down to their level and go yeah. ah i can see the expression on your face <laughs> you're um you're not necessarily enjoying that are you right, right. It's, yes. it's kind of yes. coming to their level and suddenly yes. they when the moment they feel that somebody understands it's yep. it's it, it's, it op- the tap opens it's like wow yes. i can i can have a conversation about this Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not going to be judged for not eating this broccoli, yes. right?
1: Yes. Yes. So yes, absolutely. And you know what's interesting? Some parents would say, "But why should we always do this with our kids?" Mm. Right. A lot of parents would say, "No, but why should we always have to listen to them?" You know, when we were young, whatever food was there on the table, we just had to eat it.
0: I think we didn't remember the other parts. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'd, oh, man, I was a fussy eater. I was a fussy eater. I, I remember my parents trying and struggling really hard with me, um, yep. you know, and, uh, and I think parents do that, uh, you know, they, yes. they, they, they try, they give it their all, um, yep. but the idea here is to reduce the battle, um, yes. you know, to reduce the struggle. I think our parents did it for us too, um, yep. but there would, would have been a lot more struggle if it yep. wasn't an intentional conversation, if it, if it was without that acknowledgement, Yes. I mean, try try to have a conversation with your kid, right? I mm-hmm. mean, if we just have a conversation with them, um, the 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 problem is not the child, you know. It's it's we are sort of trying to get okay. He doesn't like the taste, we get mm-hmm. it. He doesn't like it. So, how do we actually get him to be flexible? Okay. So, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, why don't you try a little bit? Of you course. Know, see yeah. how that goes for you yeah okay take a spoon and let's see
1: okay so <laughs> this is something you know I, I feel that with children the minute you're the OCDing and this OCDing as you're ordering commanding and directing the minute you are doing that they are not open to listen to you because mm. they are struggling for their own power and control mm-hmm. right so when when they say that okay this you know they're trying some food and i don't like it at Mm Well, we need to acknowledge, okay, fine, you don't like it, right? So uh, would you like to have something else then, Mm. right? Giving them choices um, helps. When you give them choices, you are not listening to them fully but you are creating some flexibility because you're giving them choices which you are okay with. So yeah. fine, you don't like this food, it's okay, but do you think the next time, uh, say, say for example, a child hates broccoli, okay, right, okay, you don't like this broccoli, that's fine, but the next time, can I just mash it up into a, into a cutlet or can I just you know, make it invisible or would you prefer something else? Yeah. You know, I think, I think being reasonable yeah. Uh, works and and children are then they come around they're more flexible they become they become more obedient in a way mm. you know they, mm. they are more um, yeah they want to listen to you because you are also open to them mm-hmm. but if you're going to be this parent who's completely ordering commanding and directing mm. then they are going to push back yeah and well then you have all those booms you know those yeah. battles
0: those battles exactly yeah, yeah. So, back to gratitude.
1: Yep. <laughs> <Alrighty>. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... <laughs>
0: this, this tends to happen. Um, but back to, back to gratitude. So, we were talking about certain experiences and, and mm-hmm. painful experiences. I think you're referring to uh, your mm-hmm. own personal experience as well and how mm-hmm. parents can model, uh, yep. you know, this kind of behavior. Yep. Um, what about even experiencing you know, life's simple beauty, um, the nature yeah. of life, the beauty oh. of life. Yes. Um, I, I know. Probably depends on where we live and and whether we have access to to parks and nature yes. and stuff like that. Of course, yeah. of course, plays a big part. But having conversations about the abundance of life or the natural wonders of life.
1: Oh yes, oh. I think that's a very very beautiful way to also start. Uh, especially with young kids you know if you're going for a walk with them and actually telling my god I'm so grateful for the sky and I'm so grateful for this beautiful sunset yeah. so that is a beautiful way of actually role model role modeling gratitude yeah. by uh, you know one is just looking at nature and being thankful for it and the second thing is you know um, looking at people and being thankful for their inherent qualities you know so thanking grandma for for her kindness mm-hmm. or trying, uh, thanking grandpa for, you know, always being available and reachable, you know, just thanking, thanking helpers, you know, for helping us, always, you know, yes. yeah, always. So using these, so, you know, not only with nature, but also looking at inherent qualities, helps children to become grateful and would also help them to stop being very judgmental and um, and gossip about people when they grow older yeah. because from a very young age you you've kind of uh, role modeled you know uh, looking at the good good uh, qualities in other people yes. so I think that that is a great point that you brought up and also i think of uh, being grateful for any effort right so you know if a child is doing some work or doing an exam and, and you know children are very concerned about the outcome of the exam i need to get the score and all of that but as parents i think it's very important for us uh, to take to sh- to get that shift from the outcome to the Efforts that children are putting in, and Mm. you can say, you know, what I really admire um, your effort, or you're really, you know, I really think you've been so you've been working so effortlessly. So even admiring that is showing gratitude in a way, and I think these are the things that become they become automated when you keep doing that. It just becomes part of your family culture.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, the last time when there was a full moon. Um, You know, I remember all of us uh, going up to the roof and just watching the moon rise. And, you know, we all stayed there for a while. Just just imagining what's actually on the moon, admiring the beauty of the moon, looking at the different shades in the color, um, realizing that when it's full moon, it's it's, it's a different shade. It's a little bit more yellow and orange compared to usually being a little bit more white. Um, Yeah. I just saying how amazing it is, you know. Um, I, I love taking pictures of the moon as much as I can, and then when Venus and Mars is shining, we're always <laughs> going up there. I'm like, look yes. at that red planet over there! Isn't that yep. amazing? Yep. Like just just ad- just admiring the beauty of the creation. Um, yep. And I think sometimes it, we we have a tendency when talking about gratitude is to see um if i if i may use the phrase below us um see what yes. people below us or or people who don't have as much access but Excellent. i feel another way to also celebrate gratitude is not just to look at people that don't have the things that we have but it's to also to it's also to look at what's above us mm-hmm. um to look at this entire creation to look at how everything is just moving in 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 such a state of harmony mm-hmm. if you look at the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things yep. um, look at how the planets orbit around the sun um yep. the you know the way the the way the li- the way life actually takes place
1: yep, yep. Um, right. and that actually that actually even encourages children when you do that when you look above you and you're grateful for what is there you're also uh helping children cultivate you know, trust, trusting Mm -hmm. that there is a bigger power than you. Mm -hmm. So yes, I do think that looking above and looking below. Yes, absolutely. You know, there's one thing a lot of parents do, especially with young kids, right? When young kids outgrow, say, for example, their clothes, Mm -hmm. okay, parents will just pack a bag and send it away. But you know, Getting children involved in processes is, I think, very important. So, you know, for example, if you want to give away those clothes to someone, asking children, you know, bringing the conversation in and saying that there are some children who don't have these things, you know, would you be willing to remove some of the things that you have from your wardrobe and share it? Or even, you know, instead of just buying Even with with toys, toys, that
0: happens all the time with toys, being able to say, right, you know, we need to... uh, When you're clearing out toys, you're looking at people that don't have access to toys. Exactly. And getting children...
1: Yes, absolutely. And getting children involved in the process, I think, helps. Yeah. So even, you know, instead of just buying packaged foods, uh, food and sending it to an orphanage, you know, actually getting kids to say, you know, why don't you make something for them? Mm-hmm. Just getting them involved in it, I think, also makes a very, very big difference. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, so I think, yeah, so I think, you know, the practice of gratitude is something that we can uh, only... Uh, gift our children with by practicing it ourselves. By practicing it ourselves, yeah.
0: You know, I mean, uh, maybe the things that we can do as a family, um, uh, uh, you know, have having moments of reverence, uh, of family that prays together. I guess you know, before yes. our meals, praying together really helps. Yes. Uh, the moments before our children sleep again, depending on how young your kids are, as well. Um, mm-hmm. you know if, if we don't if you don't yet have a process or a ritual with our kids I strongly strongly encourage um, parents to to start now it's never too late oh, yes um, but have that process where yeah. they also feel thankful these are the moments that they will remember when they grow up um, oh, as yes. well so doing yes. things together and and maybe even maybe even when your kids are old enough shereen I mean you've got teenage mm-hmm. kids and they can see yep. sometimes you're having a bad day um, Yep. And if you've had that relationship with them, you know, all the way growing up, being able to tell them that so-and-so's happened and, and it, the moment they see you taking a cup of coffee, having a smile on your face and still wanting to know about their day, yep. that teaches oh, yes. them, hang on, there yes. is really is capacity in somebody to be able to, yeah. you know, detach from the problems and still be yeah. optimistic yeah. And, and be happy.
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, uh, just before we close, yes, this mm. is a very important point where, you know, when children are seeing, and we're human beings, we will go through these times where we complain and we have, we've had a bad day. But like you said, just being mindful, making that shift yep. and Role modeling that you know what I've had the worst day and I've complained about it, but here I am I'm having my cup of coffee and smiling because I'm role modeling to you hmm. that whatever happens, I'm still grateful. If nothing else, I'm grateful for this cup of coffee. You know, it's yeah. just these small things, right? Yeah. So maybe what what we can do is we can close today's conversation um, with having you to read uh, the rest of the, the card, Richard. The card. I think yeah. that'd be beautiful.
0: So. Happiness. Happiness uh, cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is a spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace, and gratitude. By Dennis Waitley. The Practice of Gratitude I am grateful for my life. I perceive the blessings in each moment. I continually express appreciation. I reflect on the good things of life. I find value in my tests. I celebrate abundance. I am happy. I'm thankful for the gift of gratitude. It is the magnet of my joy. (laughs)
1: wow i love that i just love i think i'm going to keep that with me for the rest of the day week month year it's you know (laughs) it is a virtue that you can't have too much of right right no you can't so you know just that word it's the magnet of my joy i think it's so so true and it's it's a beautiful way to let our listeners actually remember that you know practicing gratitude really is a magnet to joy
0: yeah every passing minute um every passing day i mean you know the moment we wake up every morning just to be thankful for the facts that we have another day with our family with our children um, i think it's something that we need to celebrate and while i know that things can get tough i think shireen what you said earlier and we're probably going to say this again and again um being intentional um, that despite absolutely. our challenges, we need to rise above it and be intentional in showing these virtues in using and waking them up, um, not just for ourselves, but for our children as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank, you, well, thank, thank you. Thank you very much for being thank here you, today. And yep, also you, to all our listeners, we are thankful. We are yep. deeply grateful for all of you listening in on the Go Virtues mm-hmm. podcast. Um, thank you so much for all your support leave us a review um, listen to us on your favorite podcast player or through our website on govirtues.com and please remember to follow us on instagram or facebook at govirtues this is shereen richard signing off thank you bye until next time